Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast. Founder of Uncut Media Group, a hip-hop blogger with over 10 years experience, editor-in-chief of UncutMagazine.net, he's Wade Blogs. Pokemon Go expert, comic book fan, and an overall wildcard, she's Ari. Founder, artist, and CEO of A-Game Records, he's G-Li. And now, here's your host, Wade Bloggs. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast. Why didn't I ask y'all before? Episode 64? 64? 64. Okay. 64. All right. I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. The... Wade for it. Hold your horses for it. Take a brief moment for it. Gather your breath for it. And release. Weight blogs. Wow. <laughs> Joining me as always. Um Lady Ari. Uh Lady A. Lady Ari. Uh Pumpkin Spice. No. Man. First no no, it's Val we gotta come up with that's what we're gonna do for you. We can come up with holiday aliases for you. Well, you gotta you gotta do something up. with that. You gotta do something with the cape though. The cape. We should take pictures and put it on on the ground so we, we can gotta see the cape. incorporate the cape. Yes. Um. This is um Saint Valentine Ari is here. Saint Valentine Ari, <laughs> the fuck yo? Tell you I'm going with the holidays for now. Or you need some kind of AKA. We can't call you what the girl wonder. Ah. Oh my gosh. What's what was the girl Robin Carey something? Somebody that. Oh. Might have to run with that, eh? The girl, the girl wonder. I guess so. There we go. The girl one that Ari, Lady Ari's in the building, and of course, I like that. Yeah, I know, right? I, I get a good ear now and then. Oh, on the fly too. Freestyle. Okay, I freestyle. See, you got bars. A death. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, that will be a drop. Bars uh, of life. No, and as always, via satellite <laughs> from parts unknown, G lies in the building. Yeah. So everybody's good. Everybody's feeling um, festive, I guess. The shit. I don't know. Yeah. 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 We're good. We're good. Um, how y'all feel out there? Everybody's good. Get some energy up. Nah. Been a good week. Chilling. Okay. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Um, the first thing we want to cover here on the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The, the, the Grammys happened earlier this week and if you're a long listener to the podcast you know we always try to give our predictions of the grammy award winners before the show happens and we like to revisit them to see how right we were or how right i was because i'm always right Hmm. (laughs) one thing we did want to discuss let's just go over some of these um we're not gonna go through all of them because you know we don't care about all of them but some of these winners in the grammy awards um, some guy won a bunch of Grammys. I don't know who that guy was. Bruno Mars. I did, whatever. 
You know, people actually think I really don't like Bruno Mars. I don't really. Because you don't. I mean, I don't hate the dude. It's just it's not my type of music. It's 18. not for me. I'm not hating. 18. It's not. It's not for me. I'm not no. with the happy, happy, joy shit. Bars of life. No. He bars of death. Bars of life. I need gunshots, bars stabs. Uh, 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 really? him in the face sometimes. Uh, uh, uh. Nah, That's nah, what I, I need. Nah, Death. I need those. I need those. Gotta get those sometime. Nah. Let's just go through the um list here. Quick Grammy Grammy um categories that we actually cared about here. What you for? You better mention Bruno. I don't even know who you're talking about right now. All right, so. Um. <clears throat> Let's see. Bruno had a clean sweep. I don't even know who that is right now. Hmm. What are you talking about? Okay. Um, Bruno proved he got balls of death. I, I know. <laughs> I know Kendrick won. K Dot. King Kendrick. Know. Duckworth. I, I don't know. Um, Kendrick did win for best rap performance. Um, what else did he win? My guy K Dot. I'm actually going to, and I'll tell you guys here. Uh, he also won for best rap song performance. Was a, he won for loyalty with Rihanna? Uh, he won for best rap song, humble, and he won for best rap album. Which, damn, of course. Um, a lot of people were feeling a certain way about him winning best rap album, but honestly, I can't argue with it. If you go back and look through the through the nominees for the for it, it was Kendrick, Jay Z, Migos, Rhapsody, and Tyler the Creator. I think we sit on this podcast. We we all thought Kendrick would win that category. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were saying Jay should have won. And I do feel like Jay was snubbed. I do feel like the the Academy kind of like stuck that middle finger hove. They had Hov in I the mean, front this, seat. This was the first time he was actually there. Yeah, first time in a while because he doesn't care. He said it before he doesn't care about the Grammys. And, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's what it is. But he had his whole family in the front. Like the front. And all dressed up. You know, we really do that shit. And like they showed him like every second they could. I feel like they told him, hey, you going to win a bunch of awards. And he got the family dressed up and they used him to like get viewers. Like I said, I may be looking too deep into things. So that's kind of what I do. But I, f- I do feel like they, they snubbed Ho. They, they kind of treated him away. Did anybody feel, feel agree with that or no? I'm, I'm, uh, reading, I'm reading too much to it. Fan, so of course you don't. Of course not. Of course not. K- yeah. Well, K-Dot won five awards, which was a, a big thing for him. Um, a lot of people also talk about SZA. She was nominated for five awards. She didn't win anything. People feeling a certain type of way about that. One of the categories. I don't, I don't know why, though. Well, one I, of the categories. I guess, I'm the only, I guess I'm the only person in America that feels this way. Like, SZA album was good, but it wasn't what it was hyped up to be. Like, I enjoyed the album, but I don't feel like it should have been, you know what everybody made it out to be as far because I, I remember we talked about it on the podcast at, at one point you know Kendrick had the number one album in the country and she had the number two nah don't believe she should have had the number two album not, not hating on her or anything it was a great album but it wasn't to the point that I, I think people should feel like she got snubbed at the Grammys for it 
I think I think the issue everyone is having is um one of the categories she she got quote unquote snubbed at snubbed in was um it was a uh she lost to someone um is it Alicia Caris Alicia Cara whatever her name is like her album came out in 2013 so it shouldn't have, like like it shouldn't have been the same category as as SZA you know what I'm saying and but she won that award. But how could she win the award if it didn't come out in the same year? You know what I'm saying? It's like that came out in 2013. No, no. See, that's something different. See that? That's, yeah. See, that's what that's what people are saying. Like, okay, since the album came out last year, and we all thought the the process was your album had to come out in that calendar year. But this person, Alicia Cara, album came out in 2013, and she won. That's case in nominate fucking Pac for an award. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know I mean. So I think yeah, she was the album like re-released. Was there like an extended version, a deluxe version of some re-release? No, nah, from what I can tell, and this is just me reading on the internet. Um, okay. The album just came out like late 2013. There was no re-release or nothing. I guess the single just started picking up like in 2015. But that's that. It's not a good thing. If your album comes out in this 2013, then your single pick up in 2015, then that's kind of fucked up. I mean, that just means, my opinion, you you a new up-and-coming artist and you finally gain attraction. So, that's good for you, but boundaries. I mean... Bruh. Bruh. What? Yeah. I don't know the hell you just said. <laughs> Check your um your satellite connection there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't hear. We could we, we couldn't, couldn't hear you. Shit. <laughs> 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 we couldn't hear anything you just said, fam. Oh, ain't this bitch? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. You're clear now. Can you hear me now? Good. Yo, Boost Mobile. <laughs> All right, I jump from that Verizon connection to over to the Sprint connection. Ah, uh, ah, uh, I got you. I follow. I follow. <laughs> no, I was Impressive. I was just saying that, like. You know, if if her album dropped, you know, a couple years back, what you said, 2013? Yeah. Yeah, so, and it just started great, gaining traction now. That's, you know, great for her. She's an up-and-coming artist. That's wonderful. But as far as the parameters and everything that is set for the criteria of the award ceremony, she shouldn't have been considered at all. Exactly. Like, I don't care when your album started gaining traction. We going off when your album dropped. Exactly, and that's I think that's what people a lot of people are saying. Like she shouldn't have been considered, she shouldn't have been nominated because she wasn't in the calendar year. Now I know some of the other categories SZA was in, she went against Bruno Mars, and of course we know um, he swept up. So I can't fault. He got bars of death, yeah. He got know. bars of death. I don't know about all that. But, got um, bars in between. Yeah, <laughs> bars in between. <laughs> and in one so category, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on the elephant in the room. Okay. Not in that. And not in that regard, but... <laughs> pause. <laughs> pause. Yo, son. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that might have been a pause moment. Yeah, um, yeah, it was pause, yeah. I find it very ironic that out of all the projects that Bruno has put out and all of the projects he put out have been phenomenal. This year, he gets... He sweeps 
like every category that he's in. Finally, he never won a Grammy. He never won any awards, to my knowledge, until now. And like he had to do a remix for Cardi B. Yeah, and and this just now sidebar him and Cardi are going on tour, so that should be interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I know what people are already going to say. Well. You know, the awards and everything, they judged them and voted on them prior to him even putting that single out and this and that. I understand all of that. But again, this this is politics. Yeah, it's, it's politics. Definitely, it's definitely, um, like I say, even the, even the, the quote-unquote Jay-Z snub, the Jay-Z move was a political move. I think that had a lot, that was a lot to do with... Um, some behind the scenes things Because if you remember And they didn't show this They didn't televise it But you can watch it on YouTube Or whatever Jay-Z won a night, an award The day before The Lifetime Like the Icon Award Whole yeah, one He well, won I that award The award ceremony That goes on before They never really air that They just yeah. talk about it In articles Yeah That was the, the day before They should have showed that I think I think And this is just not me Showing Jay-Z favoritism I think that anyone That wins that type of award It should be televised because a lot of people are not going to go to YouTube and watch that. You know what I'm saying? If it, I don't care if it was Eric Clapton or who the fuck ever. If you, I'm just throwing out names. If you win an icon, I don't know. I just, I just saw it on the thing. I read it. Uh, if you win an icon I award. Gonna, I already going to win it next year. <laughs> really? For saving hoes out here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're on the right track. I done seen your pictures. I done seen your pictures on Instagram. I done seen your pictures on Facebook. Seen the cuff. Oh um. my gosh! <laughs> oh, shut the hell up. Um, but I think. Quick shout out to you. I think if you're going to win an award such as that, an iconic award, mm-hmm. no pun intended, it should be televised, and that's just whoever wins it. It could be Quincy Jones, whoever. That's a big deal, so you should show that to everybody. Just in my opinion. Exactly. But I, I do think there was some politics involved with that. Of um, course. And then, and we all know about Drake. He didn't get, he wasn't nominated for any award because he didn't submit um, the more life, it's more, yeah, more life playlist, double CD, whatever, for consideration. However, however, what he did do was, <laughs> yes, yes, he's the first artist to hit number one. Just which is it's surprising one because let's be honest streaming is it's kind of it's kind of new but i would have thought it would have been somebody else because he's and, and let's quantify that it's streaming only like there are no physical copies of um his ep he released that we played last week sorry for our youtube viewership y'all couldn't hear it YouTube cuts that off. Uh, um, scary hours. A two EP release. Uh, he is the first artist, like G said, to be number one on Billboard without any physical copies out. That's going to be the wave. I'm telling you right now, that's going to be the wave. Physical copies are going extinct. Just saying. Just saying. And I don't think I'm jumping out on a, on a ledge to say that. I think that's like common knowledge. Like in 10, 20 years, no physical copies. I'm just saying. Um, 
but we did I did talk about that like more life is considered a double CD to me I mean that's the the quote unquote rapper um, great rapper like Rule 5 and the great rapper handbook you gotta release a double CD you know Pac did it Big did it Jay did it Nas did it Drake did it who else had, who else had a double CD Trey had a double CD? Yeah, That's right. And we know Chris. Tyrese? Tyrese? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and we know Chris just did his thing. <laughs> of course I would name all of them. Of course you would name the R and B all the R and B artists. Right. <laughs> um, and speaking of double CDs, hey. So this is Segways R Us today. Um <laughs> Ray Shermer announced well, I'm sorry, Mike Will made it, announced via Twitter. That Ray Shermer's next album, Sherm Life Volume 3, or Sherm Life 3, whatever they called it, is going to be a triple CD. I don't know why I want to listen to all of that. <laughs> so the way it's going to break down is CD, it's going to be like Outkast did with Speakbox and The Love Below, where one member has one CD, the other member has a second CD, but there's a third CD of both of them together. Um, now, I've said before on this podcast, I may be a little too... 90s for um, Ray Shermer uh, but hey the kids like it things are interesting though I also think this is a this is a, an, a this is a, as a result of Chris Brown releasing 800 songs I think this is the way people are going to get around the system you know what I'm saying forget those those streaming numbers up like you listen to their whole album and let's just say their album has with 45, 50 songs. Chris did 50, 45 songs and two albums. So let's say the album has 50 songs. Their streaming numbers are going to reflect that because people are listening to more Ray Shermer. And they, they're going to make some good songs. I mean, even out of that, they're going to have some nice songs. So I'm saying that to say this is watch that wave. I think okay. you're going to start seeing more people releasing more material. You know how like like back in when we were younger like the CDs were like 10 songs and you were you were happy with 10 songs mm-hmm. now it's gonna be like CDs are 50 songs and you're like okay I'm good now it better not be like that I, th- I think that's the wave I think that's gonna start happening I don't like it I think cause look at look at More Life that was a playlist but it was a really a double CD Chris and now Ray Shermer I think this is the way they're getting around the system there's a loophole in the streaming rules or whatever I don't. I'm not educated enough to to explain it to y'all. But I feel like there's a loophole to where the more music you release, the more content you release, I guess the higher your sales, or maybe just the higher, the more money you make as an artist. Because you know you only make a certain amount of dollars per stream. Like they're not paying the artist what they're worth. So if you release a bunch of material, you get paid more. I don't know. Just my theory. Yeah, I can see where you're going with that. But you'd have to constantly produce music. Eventually, it, unless you're a really great artist or you have a really great ghostwriter, it's going to end up being shit eventually. I mean, how much songs or music can you come up with? I agree. Then it's going to be a longer period of time that the artists are going to be able to come out with music. You may see an album at the beginning of the year and an album at the end of the year. That's not good. I completely agree. I think the quality of music is going to suffer because a lot of these songs are probably throwaways that people are now putting out just to get take advantage of those streaming numbers right like i'm i'm doing this on purpose for a reason let's look at Pac, for example 
I mean, look at all the music, the leaked music that has leaked since he, the leaked music leaked. Yeah, double. The music has leaked since he passed. Mm. Now imagine if he put that out in his in his lifetime. That's a bunch of music. You know what I'm saying? And not all those songs were supposed to leak. Some of those songs are trash. And I'll admit that. I'm a pop fan. Some of those songs are stupid, straight trash. Some of those songs are remixes of a remix of a remix. Like, we heard the same verse five times. Come on. Yeah. Some of these things weren't, we weren't supposed to hear. But now what's going on so people can take advantage of those numbers is they're releasing anything. Like, I was reading an interview today where um, they were saying the Migos, when they were working on their album, they spent the most 45 minutes per song. The most. And how can you... How can you craft something like that in just 45? You just spending 45 minutes on it. Like, and, and to contrary, Nas said it took him four years to make Illmatic. It took him four years to make 10 songs. But Illmatic is held to one of the greatest albums of all time. And while I understand Migos is hot right now, but it's just, it's formulaic. It's like, um, let's do this, this, and this every song. You know what I'm saying? And I, I don't think that's going to work for the culture. Just me. Just me saying it. It's just me. And the album kind of reflects that. The album sounds the exact same. Like, I listen to culture, too. I'm not, I'm not a big Migos fan. I'll say that off the top. But I listen to the album. But the album kind of sounds the exact same. You know what I'm saying? It does. It's not cinematic. It's not telling the story. It's like, we made a song. We have a formula. We're sticking with it. Let's go. You like it. We love it. Let's go. I like I like the art direction of Migos. I definitely like the whole culture to art direction, but it just feels like it feels real formulaic. Like this is what you know who Migos for, so this is what we can give you. I don't know. That's just me. I don't think I don't think Kendrick does that. We just spoke about the Grammys. Kendrick won a bunch of Grammys. I don't think he said, "Oh, let me spend forty five minutes a song." Boom. But yeah. you know what I'm saying. But everybody's different, and I think they're two different lanes. But I think if you if you want if your goal is to be impactful or to be legendary in this game, I don't think that Migos' goal. No, nah, I think I think their goal is to make as much money as they can. That's and once again, I'm not a Migos fan. They're on the right track though. They already hit the audience. Yeah, I mean they got their target audience. But I just think even with their target audience, that sound's gonna get fickle. Like after a while, you're doing the same exact cadence, the same exact. You know what I'm saying? You're still in that same pocket. People gonna get tired of that shit eventually. I don't know. It's just me. Just talking. But speaking of Kendrick, these segues are awesome. Um, the Black Panther soundtrack was released. Well, he leaked it on his um, Twitter. The track list and the cover. The cover is super dope, by the way. Uh, basically, T'Challa's chest. Um, pause. That sounded real homo. Uh, and the track list. Let's go over some of these tracks. You have the track list pulled up there? Mm-hmm. Um, go 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 with the track list for us, please, if you could. Uh, Black Panther by Kendrick Lamar. All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. X, uh, Schoolboy Q, Two Chains, Saudi. We go with that. Okay, we we'll go with that. The Ways, uh, Khalid, and Sway Lee. Right, right, right. No. got that. Um, Ops. <laughs> also, wait <laughs> a second. I wasn't ready. Okay. Ops, um, Vince Staples. Help me out here. Was this Eugene Blackrock? Yeah, we'll we go with that. All right, we'll go with that. I am. Uh, uh, listen. Jonta, is it Jonah? 
Georgia? Georgia Smith? Yeah, we go with that. Or is it like Florida? We Never go, mind. We go with that, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, paramedic. Uh, what is up with these names? S-O-B and R-B-E. That's what we go with. <laughs> okay. There you go. We just gonna spell it out. There you go. Uh, Bloody Waters, Absol, Anderson, Pack, James Blake. That sounds like a dope song. Um, King's Dead. That sounds like a dope title, period. If you think about who Black Panther Mythos and King's Dead, I think that's, you know what I mean? Um, that's uh, J-Rock, Kendrick Lamar, Future, James Blake. Sounds dope. Redemption Interlude. 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 Sorry. My bad. <laughs> you good. Yes. <laughs> Y'all gonna clown me. Shut your asses up. <laughs> Redemption. Um, Zachary. Don't you make me do this. Yeah, Babes Womundo. We'll do the, okay. Yeah, that's what I said. Wadumo? Yep. All right. Seasons. Mozzie. Mozzie. Town business. He from the Bay. Yo, um. Yeah, reason? him. Yeah, and reason. Yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a there's a third one. Yeah. Uh, Big Shot, K Dot, Travis Scott, uh, Pray for Me, The Weekend, and K Dot. And speaking of which, the song "Pray for Me" they they, dropped, they just as you're listening to this Uncut Nation, the video for just dropped for that. So go to Uncut Magazine and see that video. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. That should be a drop too. Shameless plug. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> I do that every show. Um, but what do we think? Just judging the album just off the track list. What do we think about the soundtrack? Does it does it get your attention or? Some of the songs get my attention. Some of the people I'm like, who are they? But their names look um, very ethnic. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying to find like the perfect way to say that. Um, so I don't know. It just makes you want to listen to it. Like, is it... Like what kind of style is it gonna be? You know, I'm just I'm just interested in you know which songs that they're actually gonna put on the movie. Mm. Like you know, cause you know they only pick like certain songs and put them right. you know in the movie, and then the rest of the songs go with the credits, and nobody right. pays for that. Right. Um. Now, of course, cause you know people are still blind to Marvel movies, they'll get up as soon as the credits are rolling. And- we talked about that earlier on the yeah, show. We do, I'm pretty sure that something is going to be in the works on the end of the movie. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of people are going to get up and a lot of people are going to get seats. I will say my sources have revealed to me that there's going to be a two end credit scenes with Black Panther. I'm staying. So yeah, I'm staying for the whole shit. But yeah, I'm staying to the screen turn green. You know, I watched the oh whole. Oh my gosh! I watched I the whole shit. But um, one thing I noticed about this track list, and mm. this of course is just because it's TDE Kendrick's in charge of this whole thing. It's all West Coast. Besides Future, Future's on the track, and Travis Scott. It's mostly West Coast shit. I'm I'm here How for that. I don't know, but he he fits though, right? He kind of fits. I'm here, I'm here for uh, what the weekend Canada. Same thing. Some of these people that we can't spell. Yeah, same thing. I don't care. I don't care. Same thing. Um, but I'm here for. I'm here for the soundtrack comes out on the 9th February 9th. Yep. Make sure you pick it up. Um, which is literally a week from today. Yeah. Oh well, today is. Not Whenever. Yeah. Yeah. It comes out February 9th. <laughs> so make sure you pick it up. It. it and of course, I'm engaging in hyperbole here, and I know what I'm saying, so I'm not being crazy. But it makes me, looking at this track list and the feeling I get from reading this track list, it reminds me of like the Above the Rim soundtrack came out. And this may be before your time, Ari, and I apologize. I remember it, but I remember it not being that good. It was a great, listen, listen, hold on, hold on. You shut your mouth. <laughs> 
<laughs> you shut your mouth right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> the above the room soundtrack. Listen, you, you feel me on this one, right? The above the room soundtrack was like the best soundtrack ever. Is that possible? Can I say that? I think I win. I think he doesn't agree. G, you no know, agree? Wow. You thinking about it? <laughs> He's like, I hear him like, hmm. Hmm. I think so. Right. I don't know what other we should. We should be a poll. That should be a poll. I'm gonna put that on my Facebook page on on the Words Away Facebook page. We're mm-hmm. gonna put that poll up. What was the best soundtrack to a movie you've ever heard? Hip hop oriented. Don't put up the Titanic shit. You know what I'm saying? People put anything. Nah. I mean. Yeah, somebody, somebody gonna put up flash dance or some shit, like, cause I'm 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 thinking above the rim, and once again I'm West Coast biased. Y'all know that about me, so I'm saying that. I mean, Murder's Case was dope too, but that wasn't really a movie. Poor the Justice was good. Nah, not the soundtrack, not so much. Yeah. I mean, you gotta think about like a hip hop thing. Yeah, keep it hip hop here. Hip hop, uh, R and B soundtrack. I'm. Was I'm the th- soundtrack for Belly? Ooh, ooh, that's a good point. Cause they, um, Mary J. Yeah, yeah. A young um, who's that? What's that guy? Um, DMX from the soundtrack. The grand finale was the grand finale with DMX. Jaru, Method Man. Ooh, that's a good soundtrack. Good job, eh? <laughs> Talent, yeah. Oh, that was a, mm. oh lord belly, belly was <laughs> a dope bad. sound because it had d'angelo on it devil's pie um i'm just reading i'm just thinking top of my head now i'm trying to think of that one song with um sean paul a young sean paul with um, born jamaican it was born jamaicans with sean paul and dmx here comes the boom here comes oh the boom gosh. here comes the boom yes. here comes the boom yeah that's still that's still bump yes it does that's still bump right now played on throwback thursday though too so yeah, that was a belly was a good soundtrack. Yeah, you got a point there. You got a point. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Oh damn, I'm really thinking about that now. <laughs> Y'all send me some suggestions. I put a poll up. Best soundtrack, best hip hop related movie soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But I, that might be it. Yeah, belly might be it. Damn, gee, damn. Damn it, A. He took my point. <laughs> I was really going for um, above the rim. I was really there. <laughs> shit. Um, I was just saying. Damn, I'm really that shit is in my head now. I'm thinking like every <laughs> song there. Like that shit was too hard. Pause. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> um one thing that did surprise me about it, I don't know if it surprised me, mm-hmm. but um since he's kind of I don't want to say the flavor of the moment, but he's hot right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He got a lot of things going on. I'm surprised Meek wasn't on the um, Black Panther soundtrack. I think that would have been a good look. Maybe been been odd because of a, you know it's sadly West Coast. I think the vibe is a West Coast. I album. don't think that K Dot would have went with him though. <laughs> it's a sadly West Coast album. Um, <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I, I can't even tell y'all what we laughing at right now, bro. It, it, oh I, my I, god! I, <laughs> oh man, I gotta 
had a um, um, incarnation that was pretty was hilarious. I can't even tell y'all what we're laughing at right now, but that's pretty hilarious. Um, well, the reason I bring up meat, and I'm trying to, I'm working on my segues here. Uh, it recently was released that um, during Meek's trial that we t- we talked about extensively in this podcast, um, the court clerk, <laughs> which was just really dirty, like she slipped him a note asking him to pay for her son's tuition in college. For school, let's say school. Is it the article says school, and I'm reading this very um, via Double XL. Shout out to Double XL. Uh, court officials said court clerk Wanda, her, there we go, crossed the line when she wrote a note asking me for money to pay for her son's college tuition. Unfortunately, with my bad credit, I I'm able to secure a loan or co-sign for my son. She wrote, anything you can do would be very appreciated. Now, what kind of Unprofessional ass shit. Yo, is this? See, and she just went out asking for a handout. Like yeah. she was bold enough to do that shit. I feel like, and, and listen, and I'm not a big fan of Meek Mill's music. And I, we've all clowned Meek on this podcast repeatedly because he took a lot of L's. Mm-hmm. But it feels like everybody's attacking Meek, and I don't mean everybody from our community. I mean like the judge was out to get him. The court clerk wasn't trying to get some money from him. Like, what the fuck else went on in his trial? Like, I'm really curious. Like, what the fuck else went on? You know how everybody trying to get something free? Oh, he black. I'm black. Yeah. Well, let me try to get some money. Because that, that wasn't the first time that anybody has heard her asking him for money. She verbally asked him for money. Yeah, they, and they said within earshot of the judge. So they should have. Yeah. Everybody heard this. This wasn't like a, a secret thing. Yeah, but the judge stated that, I guess, the judge didn't know it was wrong. And I mean, I understand that she's fired now, but still, that's you should just stop that right then and there. Like, yo, we put it to the side. Like, that's inappropriate as shit. That's inappropriate as shit. As like, I'm I'm appalled that the the impropriety is going on in this case. Like, they should really just throw this whole shit out. Like, the judge is crooked. The fucking court clerk is crooked. The fucking DA is probably crooked. Like, this is an episode of Law and Order right in front of us. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like just throw this shit out man Just meet come home <laughs> Just throw this shit out Like come on And then And then to say all that To top all that off Meek then go ahead, Went ahead And donated $10,000 To Colin Kaepernick Charity fund Yeah mm-hmm. He's still winning Wins and losses Shout out to Meek mm. It's just fucked up It's really fucked up And I feel like He's gonna be in jail For a while like that shit, like somebody, because you got sentenced to what, two to four years or whatever, right? But mm-hmm. with all these things going on, somebody should step in and be like, yo, this is fucked up. I feel like if Obama was in, he would, he would do something about it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not, but still. Probably. It's just, this is a lot of improprieties, a lot of fucked up shit going on. Like the audacity of you to ask the defendant, hey, can you give me some money? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And, and and I get it. Meek is flossy as shit. He shows his jewels. I get all that. But all rappers do. But he's a a, a person. He's R- R- what's his name? Ramit Ramil Wilms. It's a regular person. And you in court asking this nigga for money? He in trial? Bro, like huh. that's like that's like you having a big ass meeting in your office, right? Like an office meeting. Mm-hmm. But like they make you go to like the head of the state. So like. For us, it'll be like Richmond. We gotta go travel to Richmond to go do this little office party, right? Mm-hmm. Then you meet like the head of your company, and then you like look. So like, kind of struggling a little bit. This is what's going on. My kids is 
whatever. Can I get this little raise real quick? Like, can it show up on my next check? Like, Yo, like, son, you finna get fired. That's that's fucking crazy. Who was bold enough to do that that's, shit? And that's the crazy part. Like, who was bold enough to do that shit in court? Like, you didn't even see the man in the holding cell or like, you know, with the, with the bailiff. And I'm showing way too much of my criminology here. Would the bailiff hold you before you come into the courtroom? You could have talked to him then. Like, hey, listen, homie, I need some bread. Like, no, she did shit in open court. Like, fuck everybody. I need some money. You got money. Dream chasers. Let's go. True. That's, fuck, that's fucked up. That's real fucked up. Speaking of jail and another fucked up thing. Mm-hmm. And, and it hurts my heart to do this because we I feel like we've done this at least four or five times during the, the run of this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, DMX uh, <clears throat> reportedly, reportedly had... Um, failed a drug test during his probation. Uh, he tested positive for opioids, cocaine, and oxycodone, and was sentenced back to jail. So he violated his probation to go back to jail. Um, we were rooting for you, but it's kind of getting old. Listen, um, I know, and if you have, I don't have anybody like that in my family, but I know addicts and know people that have recovered, and it's a long process. The process doesn't start until they want to recover. Exactly. But that's with anything. Yeah. That's like even with with people wanting to change. They don't change unless they see that there's something wrong or that they want to change. Yeah. And I feel like. um, I'm not going to say that. I just want DMX to get better. At one point we were seeing DMX looking good, looking like X. You know what I'm saying? Putting weight on. He was he was looking like X and now it's it's just it's just disheartening and I hope the best for X. Um hope he finally get that demon off his back. And I hope he get it off where he can still enjoy life. Don't get it off where you're almost dying. You know what I'm saying? Cuz that seems to happen to a lot of people. You know, they're near the end and they start saying, "Well, I don't want to do this no more." No, you're still young, dude. Get your shit together. Yeah. Go live life, man. You got kids and shit, you know what I mean? So and he he is an he is an icon. I mean, I understand his run was kind of brief and fast, kind of like a shooting star. He ran across the sky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ill metaphors here, but uh, he's just too much. He's too iconic to our culture for him to fail like this. Well, yeah, I mean, because when I was growing up, like some of his songs was shit. Yes. Like this is who, and of course. Yes, everybody knows it. DMX is in one of my top fives. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I do feel a certain type of way about it, but I don't think he's ready to stop because nobody's forcing him the pills. He has to take him himself. Yeah. If he can't be around an environment to where he has the willpower to stop himself, then he should be back in rehab, period. You're not supposed to be leaving rehab until you get to a point where you're not you know, going to be doing that shit. Yeah. It, it's it's just like I said for me especially I came up in that era I came up doing this dark as hell as I always say I'm a 90s kid so I look at DMX a certain way yeah but what the hell make him like what the hell made him broke like break like that he's he's not the same everybody says everybody has a demon you know what I'm saying yeah. everybody has an addiction of a vice or whatever and it just feels like this is his this is his demon to fight and whatever religion you believe in, I just hope y'all send some prayers for X and he gets over this shit. Cause I'll be honest, as as a, a quote unquote hip hop journalist and as a, as a podcaster, I'm sick of hearing it. And I love X. I said I was getting, yeah, see, I mean, even I said it's getting old, and 
he's my top five. I just don't want to hear him in this predicament. It's like, man, all right, look, do butter. Where the music at? What's going on? Yeah, I love X. Listen, I go right. I'm gonna go home well, listen to get at me. In the dog. game right now, don't you think? We need X in the game right now. We need somebody like that to bring that energy, to bring that vibe. Like it used to be a DMX kind of era. Now it's yeah, men in skirts. No offense if that's your style. It's that's, just it's not my thing. That's what I'm saying. We need that. Is music is supposed to be a rotation. It's a cycle. There's always this this friendly era where everybody's super friendly and it's all dance music and party music, and then it gets grimy. Then it gets to the bars of death. The end of the end of the friendly era comes again. Then everybody's grimy again. So are we in the grimy era? No, we're in the friendly. We're still in the. This is the longest friendly era ever. So what do you think will be a grimy era? We, so we need somebody like X to come back to bring the streets back. If you remember, and this is just hip hop type shit. The first words most people heard from DMX was on "Get at Me, Dog" when he's like, "The first thing he said, let's take it back to the streets, motherfucker." The first bar he said. Like that, if think about hip hop, and this is just random hip hop nerd talk. Think about hip hop during that time. After Pac and Big pass, right? Everybody was all friendly. Nobody want to have beef. Puff and the shiny suits took over. All party music, all good music, good vibes. Everybody was happy. Let's have fun, whatever, right? And music for that time period was like that type of music. Then X came along like, no, nigga, this is the gutter. Bars of death. Let's go. Y'all niggas want to be killers? No, nigga, bars of death. Shut up. You know what I mean? So he came in and music changed. Music was grimy again. That's when you had the mob deep. That's when you had, you know what I'm saying? And not saying they weren't before X, but they rose to their pinnacle. You know, you had grimy music. and It was fun then. But now it's kind of like, again, it's in that puff era where it's to the, it's to the max. Like it's it's cool to be have parties and you know, fuck bitches. So and who the fuck is gonna take it back to the streets? That's what I'm saying. We need. I think we need that balance in hip hop. We need that cycle to complete. We need somebody like X or have that energy, that vibe that can take it. To, and we believe them because now the puff era that I call it is now like times ten. Like if you look at all the popular rappers right now, they're really puff. They're really puff and mace, just extended. You know what I'm saying? It's really that bad boy era times like 10. It's like the new version, like 2.0. It's like the bad boy era 2.0. That's what everybody is right now. We need that DMX is dark and hella hot 2.0. We need that grind. We need that street shit. I mean, you have rappers doing it, but nobody's doing it to the level that X did it. Or to the level that these new dudes are doing it to that level. So that's my only point. And like I said, I'm a 90s nigga, so I'm always like the type of music. You know what I'm saying? I'm always like the, the grime shit. That's just me. Right. But I don't feel like there's a balance in hip-hop anymore. Everybody's, well, there's not. It's everybody's clear, happy. It's, it's very clear that there's no balance in hip-hop anymore. It stopped being... I mean, I don't know if you can considerably call most of this shit hip-hop at the end of the day. Sorry. Because they don't if care. It's different. It's a different effect on my ears now than how it was then. Like, right now, half of that shit that they say don't even make any sense. They take 2.5 seconds to do anything in life. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you remember when it took, like, I mean, when you were growing up and you hear rappers and stuff, you get this orgasm mm-hmm. where it's not just the beat, it's what they saying. It's like, ooh, what they just say? 
Now it's more of a beat that you just knocking your head to a woman and shaking their asses to. It's not what they're saying because half of this shit you don't even understand. You gotta look the lyrics up. Very true. This is very true. I think I think um and I have my own theory about that and I'll save those for later later shows. But I think you're right. The emotional content of the music is gone. Like you just listen to it for a vibe. You're not listening to it for the field. You know what I'm saying? Listening to it for the beat. Because at the end of the day, it's just like, oh, what the fuck? Because some, I mean, if you think about it and you look at some of the songs, they don't even complete a sentence. Yeah. Like if you wrote that sentence in kindergarten, you would get a big fat F on your paper. <laughs> They'd be like, yo, fam, like you're literally failing kindergarten. But I'm saying they don't, they're, they're not complete sentences. They don't make any sense. It's just meant for you to shake your ass to in the yeah. club. And and then I, I get the kids saying that's what they want. They want music like that. They want good time party music. And I'm fine with you wanting that. We had that too. And I say we as I mean like 90s era people. We also had the emotion. We also had the, the dear mama. But it's more real. Yeah. It's more about your life. And nowadays, okay, um, put it to you like this. There's a song that Usher has, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, basically, instead of paying my rent, I'm going to party all night. Bruh. That's kind of shit is your priorities at. I mean, that's but this is what people are doing now. I mean, look at... I hear people all day at my job, and they come in and they'll be like, well, you know, I'd rather sleep in the car or whatever, and I gotta do this on the weekends. You got a party on the weekends and you sleep where? Mm. Mm. Yo, like, but then songs are glorifying it. Yeah. They're just like back in the day, songs glorified the hell out of some sex. Yeah. And, but that's, that's also the, and you know what, the conspiracy theory weighed here, but Mm. I'll save that for later. Uh, It's funny that the cycle, how life is looking now, like music glorifies drugs, um, misogyny, which is always kind of drug. It's always did that, but it's to the extent where people. It's been said before. People are not drug dealers; they're drug users now. You know, if you look at the music from my era, it's people selling dope or selling crack or trying to try and get out of the situation, try and get out of the system. To they did this to do that. Mm-hmm. Now it's like I want to have a good time. Let me get some Molly. <laughs> let me get some. Let me get this. You know what I mean? It's, it's people that don't. Drink. Let me mix this and that. You don't have to do it, but they're doing it because they want to. And and I mean, if someone if someone that loves hip hop, not not trying to come off on no hip hop purist or anything, just it, it's just sad to hear the culture like that. I mean, you have new people, you have some new people doing it. We talked about Kendrick earlier, but most people are. It's a it's a vein, it's a group of rappers that are very popular. They're doing yeah, that. Yeah, but Kendrick has his own style. Kendrick doesn't remind me of the nineties. Yeah, yeah, Kendrick. I think Kendrick, and I'm I'm saying Kendrick because we talked about Kendrick earlier in the show. We have that J. Cole. You have other people in that same vein, that same genre that are doing like meaning, you know meaningful hip hop. Right. We need, some, we need somebody grind me back first yeah. before. I mean, now, like I said, they're hot, but had somebody brought that shit back to the streets before they saying. came out, they would be even hotter, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I can definitely understand where you're coming from, but we kind of need that, like, now to appreciate everybody of, like, Every um everybody's style yeah of hip hop because it's, it's not to say that they're not hip hop it's just that they're not hip hop to the way that I'm used to hip hop being. There's always been a balance in hip hop even before, like I said, the whole Puff era and the Grime era. There was the whole Black Pride era and the Party era. You know there was the whole you know um we hate women but you know dear mama 
or you know what I'm saying Tupac cares with anybody else cares. It's a, it was a balance to it. You know what I'm saying? There's no balance anymore. Everybody is fuck bitches get high. Or fuck bitches get money. Yeah. So and we gotta stop. Yeah, and I'm that. I'm gonna be that dude. We gotta stop calling sisters bitches. Yes, I'm that dude. But fuck bitches. Um. <laughs> yeah, I just did that. One thing I did want to go back to really quick, because this is me and you. We we have these type of conversations going always. Black Panther comes out in two weeks. By the time y'all hear this podcast, it'll be two weeks, maybe a week and a half. Um, it has shattered all superhero records for pre-sales to this point. Yes. Um, I'm going to see it first day it comes out. Don't know what time yet. I don't believe yet. that anybody's going to be able to have seats. As packed as that movie's going to be, there's going to be no time to get popcorn. You might as well bring your purses, be ghetto, put your snacks in there. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to no line, bro. Yeah. Like, people are going to get there. Knowing people, you had people in Facebook talking about some, they're coming in dashikis. Oh, yeah, I was just about to say that. You know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and I'm sitting, yo, those are the kind of people that are going to go to the hour, like, they're going to go there about an hour early. Oh, yeah. Two hours early. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Three hours early. And these are people talking about some, yo, I'll camp out there like it's Black Friday at Best Buy. Because it's, it's, it's a major... Okay, if you're not in the comic books... Because I heard somebody talk about this early on another podcast. Like, they don't get the whole thing behind Black Panther. A black person. Like, I don't get the whole thing about Black Panther. I'm not in the comic books. Whatever, whatever. And, okay, that's fine. I'm not mad at you. You don't get it. Cool. But I would think that even without the comic book angle, you would get the representation of it. Black people can be superheroes, too. You know what I'm saying? We can be kings. We can be more than showing slave movies. You know what I'm saying? You get tired of seeing that. And I know I sound like a broken record. It's going to be shit. monumental for little boys to see. It's it's affecting my daughter now. My daughter, I love my kids. My oldest daughter, she has a thing where she thinks dad knows everything. So she asks me random questions about stuff and I don't even know what the fuck she's talking about. But I have to kind of want to keep Google that. Google that shit. Yeah, you know, I want to keep that her expectation that dad knows everything. So I start explaining to her while trying to figure it out myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's cool for her to ask me questions about Black Panther and questions about Africa and Wakanda. Even though this is a mythical place, it's made up, but it's, I see the the light in her eyes when she talks about it. Because I see her... Like hope? Yeah, like, like we're more than... You know what I'm saying? Because really Wakanda is... I've said before on this podcast, I think one reason we gravitate towards Wakanda and Black Panther because we feel like that could have been us. Like if... The whole myth about Wakanda, if you're not comic books fans, is that it was never invaded, never taken over. Like, you know what I'm saying? The white people, they tried, but they never succeeded. So basically, it's something that we can relate to. Yeah, like, we can we bring we, it back with hip-hop bars. Yeah, we can. I think everyone's saying that, hey, if if there was no never any slavery, that could be us. That should be us. And I think a lot of people see that. And I think my daughter sees that, too. Like, I see her ass when she looks at it, and it's, I'm pregnant to it, and it's dope. Anywhere for you to sit, like the people that I believe, because you know that the the movie theater only sits this many people, right. that many people. You're right. You already know that the showing of movies in the beginning, they're gonna have a line with a rope. Yeah, it's gonna be serious. It's gonna be, it's gonna then be it's really gonna be serious. Black people cutting up because it's gonna be oh, well, we could only have these these two hundred people in the theater or whatever, and it's gonna get rough because people that pay for the tickets are gonna have to see a later show. Mm-hmm. And then once that last show is there, you're gonna have to tell people that they have to come the next day. Like it's gonna be hectic. It's, it's gonna, gonna be really be... serious. I I just hope that we can condone ourselves 
know what I mean? I don't want it to be any. Be I, I don't. I don't want that. And I'm not not trying to speak ill of us. You know, I I'm love. Not either, but I love I'm just black saying, people. Y'all, y'all still do the same shit, so it's hard to you know not account for the shit y'all doing. I just hope this is one of those occasions where we can get along. Not even. I want it to be a a per a, a pivotal moment. Like we look back in this and like, yo, that you changed know, something. I know. I'm hoping. There's always that one nigga. I'm always. I'm hoping. You know what I'm saying. But I hope we look back on this moment 20 years, 10 years from now, like, yo, that moment changed something. That was special. We're living history. That was special. Um, high hopes. I know. But still, I'm just saying. I believe in my people to a fault. And I'm hoping. I, I want to see people coming to Dashikis. I want to see people coming to cosplayed as T'Challa. I want to see those things. I want to see, I want to see that. I think, it, I think it'd be super dope. Maybe the comic book fan of me says that. But I think it'd be super dope. I'm looking forward to see it. I'm taking my kids to see it. I'm going to see it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and probably Sunday as well. Yes, I'm going to see it like the entire weekend. I'm not lying. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, well, I'm, I'm for it. Then isn't the words of way supposed to be doing that too? We'll, we'll do it. We'll, we'll figure it's it out. It's just going to be a big gang of people. Yeah, it? Well, yeah it's going to be a, a gang of people. <laughs> it's going to be a gang of people. So yeah, we'll definitely figure that out. Um, and speaking of Black Panthers... Um, the son of a Black Panther, and we kind of talked about him the entire podcast, and I kind of do this because he's like the greatest rapper ever. Sorry, not sorry. Isn't that what you said? Sorry, not sorry. Really? Yeah. Um, Pac, Machiavelli. And full disclaimer, I am a Pac fan. Y'all know where I come from. MIT, the Machiavelli Institute of Technology. Um, I'm a Machiavelliist, it's my religion. Uh, I worship the patron saint Machiavelli, the patron saint of all thugs. Uh, so, full disclaimer: I am biased. A lot of people can't admit when they're biased. So, I'm I'm being biased here. I'm telling you off top. I'm biased. So, take everything else I say after this statement as me being a Pac fan. Totally admit it, upfront with it. Okay. With that being said, Vlad. Um, Vlad TV and everyone knows Vlad of course sidebar almost worked for Vlad TV a long time ago anyway uh, it is funny story but Vlad did an interview with um, and let me get this chick name right because I don't want to let me stop calling her chick let me get this sister <laughs> let me get her information correct I don't want to disrespect her at this point because um, I think that's been enough of that Cause I've seen the people's other people's videos talking crazy about her. Um, Ariana is it Ariana? How you pronounce this, bro? <laughs> I just literally said um, Ariana Jackson. I think her name is. Um, how do you pronounce her name? Ayana Jackson. All right, Ayana Jackson. Ayana Jackson. For those who are not familiar, not initiated, was the the female who back in '92 accused Pac of rape. And Pac subsequently went to jail for her rape. Um, she did an interview, her first, as far as I know, her first um, public interview detailing the events of the rape. This is on YouTube. You can go check it out. There's a bunch. It's like a two-part interview where she's giving vivid details of the, the, the night where she met Pac and the night where the alleged rape happened. That she said, didn't. Well, 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 I'm actually going to play a clip 
from that interview this moment so bear with me here um i need the usb cord right anyway let's get it in um this is ayana jackson talking about the alleged air quotes incident miss jackson and had sex with Tupac that night while I was on top of him. Then he got up and he left. Then there was uh, Jack and then, you know, um, and then it followed after that. Okay, so you had sex with Tupac with all the other guys in the room? Yes, First? I was on top of him, yes. Okay, and the other guys were what, just touching you while you guys are having sex? Yes, or? correct. Mm-hmm. So then Tupac walked out of the room. Right. And then you had sex with... No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't have sex with them. Okay. I, and, I, and, and that particular night, I didn't have sex with him. I, I want to make that very much clear. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't have sex with Tupac that night, and I didn't have sex with them that night. I was okay, so right I, I, um. okay, so that's the clip. And like I said, you can view the whole interview, two-part interview on YouTube, Lab TV, Lab App, whatever, whatever. Shout outs. Okay, once again, I am biased. And I also love my people. So I'm not going to say a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say, what I'm going to say here is if you look at that interview, you can tell the interview is edited. You can tell that. But um, in the beginning of the interview, the clip, she says, I had sex with Tupac that night. She says that. Vlad, the voice you heard was Vlad asking her, so you had sex with Tupac that night? And she replies, yes, I had sex with Tupac and they were in the room watching us. Then, 25 seconds later, I did not have sex with Tupac that night. Exactly. Let me be, be clear. I didn't have sex with Tupac that night. She says this. Um, me being me, and I'm trying not to be biased here, but I, I can't. Um, questions I have. Okay, one. Why now? 25 years after this incident happened, 20 years after the death of Machiavelli, 22 years, I believe, uh, why are you talking about this now? What what are you selling now? You know what I'm saying? There's, I feel like there's a rollout. She got something coming. You know what I'm saying? Like this, is, this is a part of her publicity to get some some attention. That's how I feel. Yeah, I can see it. That. Um. For hold on, before I continue, Ari, how do you feel about it? You heard the clip. How do you feel about that? You're a woman. Give us the woman perspective. I can't say that. How? Okay. So for one, she's lying. If something really happened, that's traumatic. I understand that it'll make you stutter or whatever, but I it sounds like she's missing parts to her story. Like maybe she remembered, but not quite. Like how do you forget something that happened to you that long ago? Then why are you trying to remember to make it public twenty five years later? In it. Um, I feel like 25 years later at this point she should have her story down pat that's my thing and she 
And once again, looking at the video, if you, you're sa video savvy, you can tell those points of the video being edited. So I don't know if that's Vlad editing the video to make it look juicier, because we know he does shit like that. Um, or just her fucking up. But I don't understand the point of the interview in the first place. It's 25 years later. Unless you're responding to, and a lot of people say she was responding to the movie all eyes on me because she was depicted in the movie because she gave Pac head on a dance floor and she said no I didn't give him head I just kissed it mm. sure whatever Pac's Pac and she's not an ugly chick listen let me be clear she's not an unattractive sister she's an attractive sister and I can imagine 25 years ago she was probably super super cute but that's besides the point it's just it's, it's sad that we're just bes besmirching this man 25 years later right yeah, and then let's if you recall, he didn't go to jail for rape. He went to jail for was it aggravated assault or sexual assault, which essentially was he touched her ass. If you do your history, do your do your Machiavellianism history, you know what I'm saying, your Pacisms, he didn't he was never convicted of rape. Check the books. He was convicted of sexual assault, which was completely different from rape. And there's a difference. There's a fine line in the New York penal system of what rape is and what sexual assault is. He wasn't convicted of rape, but people he people think he was a rapist and he wasn't. So it's crazy. Um just to me as a Machiavelli person that that's just it's just shocking. Um I feel like she's trying to get attention. Um I don't know why. Maybe she has a book coming out. Like I don't understand why I do this now. Even if you were just responding to the All Eyes on Me movie, you should have did that during that press run. You know what I'm saying? Like when Jada had an issue with the movie, Jada did it right then. Love Jada. Jada Pinkett Smith. Love Jada. She did it like right then. She didn't wait till a month later to talk about it. So yeah. if you're responding to the movie, then which you did it during that press run? Just me. Just saying. Something. I think she got a book coming out. Something's coming. Something's coming. So shout out to you, Ariana Jackson, whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, whatever. Uh, now, normally at this point in the podcast, we do what streaming with G. You um, got lost. Yeah, in the, um, the upside down. The upside down. Yeah, the, lost connection. The 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 Demogorgon. Is that what it is? Yeah, the Demogorgon. Yeah, yeah. Um, G will return with us next week. <laughs> uh, so. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's hilarious. Um, so quickly, let me just mention on my end here. Um, did anything drop that I care about? I know Ghostface. Well, you mentioned this last show. Ghost just dropped a new CD, um, which I'm hearing good reviews about. So make sure you check that out. Um, there's a couple other things that, that dropped. Um, like I said, Black Panther soundtrack drops next week, the ninth. Pick that up. Um, support our people. And I'm seeing a lot of you, quote unquote, woke black people dissing Black Panther. Stop. Just let's have a moment. You know what I'm saying? I posted on my Facebook. Like, I see more and more black people talking bad about Black Panther now than the white people. It's really odd. It's really odd. I think people are, people that don't know enough about the combo character are miscorrelating him with the actual Black Panthers. Because people using the analogy like if there was a movie about the KKK, but the Black Panther comic book character has nothing to do with the Black Panther Party. 
But I don't think there's people uh, making that distinction. And I think that's what all the hate is coming from. Just me personally. I don't know. Don't care. I'm going to see it anyway. Um, and then I'm a song of Black Panther. So I'm going to see it anyway from Oakland. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm going to see it. Don't bootleg Black Panther, by the way. So what's quickly becoming a very popular segment on this show, on the broadcast, is Ari's Song of the Week. Song I, of we need a drop for you. I need to push the button. Ari's Song of the Week. Dun, 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 dun. So what do you have for us today, Ari? Um, so this artist, her name is... Now, it's either Samaria or Samaria, and I couldn't find out how to say it. So shout out to you, whichever way it said. Yeah. Um, so this song I've been listening to all week, and if you follow me on social media, probably not, so, um, then you would notice that I did quote some uh, lyrics from the song uh, this week on my picture. I noticed that. Earlier. Um, yeah, I bet you did. And for our YouTube viewership, I apologize. Um, YouTube has a thing where they cut the sound out of the song so you can't hear the song but the link will be in the description so if you want to hear the song in its entirety just click on the link yeah okay alright and this is Samari what's, what's the title of the song right now right now do we have a um a project on that album what album is that from uh let me see um, why are we doing that? Make sure you check out uncutmagazine.net, Urban News in Raw's form. Shameless, shameless plug. Uh, don't forget to check out our YouTube page, our new YouTube page with visuals that are be exclusive there. Um, Words with Wade podcast on YouTube. Okay, that's fine. Let's go ahead and hit it. Um, for the good one. That's fine. Go ahead and let it run. So soulful, man. Met him in the west side. Poppy told me he committed to the thing that he can make time. Saw something in the light skinned girl with the sad eyes. He read me my life story through a symphony. Never knew what love was till he sang to me. Poetry, real definition of togetherness. Fucked around and fell in some forever shit. And that was Samaria, Samaria, was right Morning. now, um, <laughs> here on the Quiet Storm, Quiet Storm FM. I am your host, DJ Ease. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, definitely that link will be in the description below. Um, anything else we, we want before we get out of here? Molly made great, great time. Great time. G will be back next week from the Upside Down, we think. Maybe, uh, if we find him. Yeah. We'll let you know. I'm looking for the demogorgon and all that stuff. I hope y'all get these upside down references. If not, because you're lost. Um, I don't feel like being that simplistic and telling everybody where it comes from. Yeah. But I hope y'all are getting these references. Cause if not, check out. Yeah. Um, 
and chill. Uh, oh, sidebar. A couple of Lucy's here before we get out of here. Um, the last blockbuster closed this week. Are you week. serious? Yes, in Tennessee. The last blockbuster, because you mentioned that, so the last blockbuster closed. Um, they should have brought that back, though. They they tried it. They tried in the beginning when Netflix started with the DVDs. They tried to do blockbuster, but it just didn't click. They they were late to the party, and fucked them up. So the last blockbuster in America closed earlier this week. It was in Tennessee, some backwater town. That Shout actually hurt my heart a little bit. Like it's telling me that. Like, it feels like you're telling me that somebody died or something. <laughs> like, it's like the last blockbuster closed. And, um, well, yeah. Well, they said they still, they said they still have one in Alaska, but it's Alaska. Because they don't have, like... I'm going to Alaska. They don't have, like, you know, like, Netflix doesn't send out there, so it's... I'm going to Alaska to go to Blockbuster and be like, the last one, bitch! Yeah, like, yeah. Most uh, videos, so you can't find them. It's going to be kind of historical, but, like, it just makes me wonder, how do they get a paycheck if they only got one? left as a franchise i don't know i don't know i'm in pop shop now probably might sell porn or something that'll put them on the map there you go um quincy jones did an interview with gq great interview but what people are remembering is um he said he has 22 girlfriends what yeah quincy jones did an interview in gq and a part of the interview was saying he has 22 girlfriends and all of them know about each other and everyone's talking about that besides them the great Anecdotes in the interview. He is eighty-four now. years old. What? He's eighty-four years old. He has twenty-two girlfriends. What people are forgetting. So, you got a brother mm-hmm. who has twenty-two girlfriends. Mm-hmm. So he's the goat. I don't see a problem with it. So he's the goat. And he says all of them know about each other. He's the goat. I don't see a problem with it. And what people you are see a problem with it, but it's kind of hard to accomplish. He's like the uh, what's his name? Uh, say it. Go ahead and say something. You, you want to say what I'm thinking? Uh, say it. Probably. I can't think of his name. Hugh Hefner. Yes. Exactly. He's like a ethnic Hugh Hefner. Exactly. And people are so upset about Quincy Jones having 22 girlfriends, but Hugh Hefner had 5,700 girlfriends for fucking 50 years, and nobody batted a fucking eye. Because yep. Nobody said a damn thing. He fucking raised families in this fucking mansion. They all lived together. And nobody gave a shit. But that's how it is across black. Yeah. Right I mean, anyway. I know. I'm just saying, I just want y'all to be aware With of that. Pictures and stuff. Just want y'all to be aware of it. And then on top of that, keep in mind that um, Quincy's 84 years old. It's not like he's fucking all of them. Let's keep it a buck. <laughs> if he did, that's a lot of Viagra and a he's lot of money. 84 years old, y'all. Keep it a buck. Um, uh, um, Eric Badu did, a, did an interview and she took some flack over that because she said she could sympathize she empathizes with Hitler mm-hmm. she, she said everybody has good in them even Hitler which people are saying no Hitler was a Nazi the evilest thing ever here's my thing I thought Nazis was a cutting point right we all hate Nazis right but y'all were just marching with them in Charlottesville months ago so don't don't give me that we hate Nazi shit now when y'all were just marching with the motherfuckers in Charlottesville months ago. All right shit. Same shit. Lee Eric Badu alone. Damn it. And I think that's it. Yeah, I got nothing. Alright. So get about your social media and let's get out of here. Pointless. Um Lady Ari Anderson. Lady Ari one word. L A D Y A R I. That's hard. Anderson. S O N. Um H O N three Y 
underscore D-I-P-P-3-D. I just almost forgot. I'm, I'm on uh, Snapchat and uh, Instagram. First one was Facebook, of course. And getting my Twitter. And... Oh, yeah. Of course, submit all types of music. All types of music. All types of music goes to... Um, what is it? Words with Words at gmail. At gmail.com. That way I can go ahead and listen to your music. Don't send me trash. Don't send me drug titled songs and whatnot. Um, it doesn't have to be R&B, jazz, whatever, whatever. I just kind of vibe to the music. You can send me rap. It's just what y'all been sending is not really hot. So um, send me music. Send me all types of music. You know, we just featured somebody last week, so that was dope. And, you know, I would love to feature some definitely new artists to try to get y'all on the map. We'll uh, shout you out on a show as well as follow you on your social media. And you can follow us, of course. Um, that's mine. All right. And make sure you follow Words of Wade on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, all Words of Wade. Follow the new YouTube page, Words of Wade Podcast. Um, follow G at underscore G underscore L-I. Um, agr.com is it agr.com follow G y'all can get mad they get mad at me anyway because nobody else follows them but they follow them they don't follow me and follow me of course everywhere (laughs) stop 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 hating stop hating follow me everywhere at the T-H-E Wade Blogs everywhere social media Snapchat Instagram Twitter Facebook Everywhere, it's the same username, fucking Xbox, same thing. Uh, and of course, make sure you check out uncutmagazine.net, Urban News in its rawest form. Make sure you go to wordsweight.com. The site is now up. It's not complete, but it's still up. It's active. You can go visit it. Yes. Um, he be waiting to the show to be telling these. I just be remember. Yeah, like he could have put that shit in the group chat. I just That's be remembering shit. I just be remembering shit. Y'all hear the disrespect? Y'all hear it? Such disrespect. You want to hear it? No. Moment of silence. Also, thewayblogs.com, and I think that's it. Is that everything? Yep. All right, so, as always. As always. You may agree with what we say. Mm-hmm. You may not agree with what we say. Mm-hmm. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next week, y'all, we'll catch you on the internet. Cheer. Cheer. Thanks for listening to the Words with Wade podcast. Make sure you follow us online using the hashtag Words with Wade.